Good afternoon, my dear brothers and sisters. And we welcome you to our uh, online Sunday worship service. And we thank God for this another opportunity that we can continue to worship Him and to study His Word. Uh, even though we cannot meet together personally, but nothing can really stop us to worship our God. Last Sunday, we have heard from Pastor Well that we need to grow in God in the, even in the midst of the chaos. And it is true that we as Christians should always desire to grow in the Lord. And one of the ways that we can do to grow in God is by continuously reading His words, by continuously studying His words. And today, I hope and pray that the Word of God will give us encouragement will give us hope even in the midst of these difficulties, even in the midst of this crisis. And I have entitled my sermon today, Do Not Lose Heart, Stay Focused. So in times of crisis like this, we should not lose heart, but we should stay focused, stay focused on what is essential for all of us. Stay focused on the things that are essential so that we will be able to endure all these trials, all these troubles that we are experiencing here on earth. And my text for today will be from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 to 18. And, and I invite everyone, I invite you all to read with me, even at your own homes. Let us all read. It says, So we do not lose heart, Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison as we look not onto the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal let us pray heavenly father we thank you for your word today O god may these words give us encouragement O lord and we ask your holy spirit to open up our hearts and minds lord god so that these words will be made clear to us may your holy spirit enlighten us O god may your presence be with us today O lord we may we welcome your presence in our midst Wherever we are, O oh God, be glorified in our study of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we Christians are all called to rejoice. Paul said in his word, rejoice in the Lord always. So no matter what the situation is, even in good times or in bad times, we are all called to rejoice in the Lord always. The moment that we have received Jesus in our lives, we also have received the joy through the Holy Spirit that He gave us. When we have Jesus in our lives, we have the fullness of His joy. And even in the Old Testament, the psalmist said, In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy, and at His right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. However, even though we have that joy in our lives, let us also accept the fact that this world where we are staying right now is still filled with troubles and we, even we are Christians, are not exempted to experience that. Jesus Christ himself 
told us that in this world, you will have trouble. And even the Bible tells us that uh, we will face various trials and temptations or tribulations in this world. And it is true. Every one of us, at least at one point in our lives, have faced struggles, have experienced hardships, suffering, pain, or grief, or disappointment, even the day from the day that we are born. That's the day that we are already exposed to the troubles in this life. Job said that a man was born into adversity or a man was born into trouble. So even while we are young, we are already experiencing troubles and it is continuous all throughout our lives. We have troubles in our school, in our workplace, in our families, with our friends, in our ministries. So troubles are constantly coming into our lives and sometimes it comes unexpectedly. And that is the reality of life. The longer we stay here on earth, the more opportunities for those troubles to come upon our lives. And you know what? Even at this very moment, we are facing a very difficult time because of the current situation in our world today, because of this pandemic, because of the COVID-19. Suddenly, everything in the world almost stopped. All the businesses, our works, the schools, right? we cannot go to our work because we need to stay at home. Our offices have been closed. And you know, even we as a Christian are not exempted. Even our churches have been closed. We cannot meet together every Sunday just like what we normally do before. We cannot have fellowship and meet together physically. We cannot have contact with one another. What we can do is to just see each other online. Right? Most of us are just staying at home. We cannot do the normal things that we used to do before but some of us for some people who are the frontliners who are the essential workers some of them are our brothers and sisters in our church they are still working in their in their offices or in their in their workplaces just to provide the essential services that we need you know what it is more difficult for them than for us because every day they are struggling they are risking their lives they are more prone to the disease to the virus so it is really difficult not just for us but even for them this time is really a difficult time for all of us for each one of us it gives us fear it gives us anxiety because we don't know what will happen tomorrow we don't know if we will still uh, have the job that we have right now or maybe the company is already planning to to fire some employees or to retrench some employees because of the situation. So it gives us worry and fear because the situation is really serious. This is really a severe uh, suffering for most of us. It gives anxiety, worry, fear not just for ourselves but even for our loved ones. But in the midst of all these things, in the midst of these trying times, the question is, how can we be victorious? How can we be triumphant? How can we be able to overcome all these things? How can we be like Paul, who was hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed? Who was perplexed, but not despair, but he did not despair? Who was 
persecuted but not abandoned, who was struck down but not destroyed. How can we be like him who in spite of all the sufferings that he experienced, he was able to endure, he was able to overcome. So the question now is how? How are we going to endure all these things? It's not a question of why because the only answer is because it is the reality of life. The question that we need to ask is how? How can we endure this? How can we overcome these trials? And you know, from our text, we can see three essential things that we need to focus on for us to be able to endure all these things. And we will see in the life of Paul how he lived a life of victory in spite of all the trials that he faced by focusing on these three things. So the first thing that we need to focus on is to focus on our spiritual strength. Focus on spiritual strength, not on physical strength. In 2 Corinthians 4.16, from our text, it says, So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. Paul said, our outer self is wasting away. What do you mean by outer self? It simply means our physical bodies, our outer body, it wastes away. So Paul have acknowledged that his body physically is already wasting away, that he is already getting older, he is already getting weaker as he gets older. And that is the reality of life. As we grow older, our physical strength also diminishes. Actually, there are two factors that could affect our bodies and make it waste away or make it get weaker. One of the factors is because it is natural for our bodies to go older. So as we grow old, we can see lots of changes happening in our bodies. And those changes are not uh, parang lumalakas tayo, hindi ganun. As we grow older, our bodies are also getting weaker. From head to toe, we see a lot of changes. Yung hair natin becomes gray or sometimes it, it becomes white. Our vision starts to blur. Our hearing starts to become poor as we grow older. Some people, some old people, we see they, they still need a hearing aid for, for them to be able to, to hear. Right? And even some of parts of our bodies, the joints, our shoulders, our knees, are starting to experience pain because we are getting older because it is natural for our bodies that as we grow old, we get weaker. Our physical bodies are getting weaker. And as we grow older, we also become more prone to different kinds of sickness, different kinds of diseases like uh, sakit sa puso, sakit sa bato, like some of us uh, have diabetes or high blood. And other people have cancer, different kinds of sickness. And it really affects our body. It makes our body waste away. So as we grow older, our bodies are also growing older. It gets weaker. And it is natural for our bodies to have those changes. So our strength diminishes as we grow older. Our bodies are wasting away and we cannot stop it. Habang tumatanda tayo, hindi natin ma mapipigilan yung pagtanda ng ating mga 
katawan. So that is one factor that affects our body, that makes our body waste away because it is natural for our bodies to have that changes. It, that as we grow older, our bodies also get weaker. Our physical strength also diminishes. And there is another factor that affects our body and it is an external factor. So it is caused by the things that is happening to our lives such as the sufferings that we are experiencing, the struggles, the challenges, the trials, the hardships, the difficulties, and all the circumstances that is happening in our lives. It also affects our bodies. It, it affects our bodies. It helps our bodies to waste away more faster. Whatever words you see here, all those things can affect our body, can make our bodies also waste away. And I believe that the reason why Paul wrote that his outer self is wasting away is because of the struggles, because of the sufferings that he is experiencing. Yes, he is getting older, he is getting weaker, but more than that, all the sufferings that he experienced, all the trials that he experienced make his body waste away faster. Because if we look in the life of Paul, we will see the magnitude of his sufferings, magnitude of the sufferings that he faced. It's, it's not just an ordinary kind of sufferings. And many times in his life, he almost faced death. Right? And in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13, he said, To this very hour, we grow hungry, we are in rags, we are brutally treated, we are homeless, we work hard with our own hands, when we are cursed, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer kindly. We have become the scum of the earth, the garbage of the world, right up to this moment. So that suffering that Paul experienced are so severe that he almost faced death. He went hungry. He became thirsty. He was brutally treated. He became homeless. He was cursed, persecuted, slandered, and he even considered himself as a scum or a, as a garbage of the world. But that's why he said, outwardly, I am wasting away. My outer self is wasting away because of these sufferings, because of the trials that he is experiencing. And you know what? He didn't just experience that once in his life, but constantly, all throughout his ministry, he is constantly experiencing same kinds of challenges, same kinds of sufferings. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 8 to 9, Paul said, We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experience in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death. Talagang, he almost faced death. But this happened that we might, we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. So Paul's life was really filled with troubles and it's just not an ordinary trouble he said it is far beyond their ability to 
endure. But you know, those troubles and afflictions made them weak. Physically, it made them waste away outwardly. But in spite of all those things, there is one thing that Paul realized. That in the midst of those things, he should never rely on his own strength, but on God alone. That he should never rely on his physical strength, but only on the strength that is coming from our God. That's why Paul did not lose heart. Diba? Sabi niya, we do not lose heart. Even though outwardly we are wasting away, even though out outwardly constantly is experiencing suffering that makes his body waste away, but his inner self is being renewed also constantly day by day. His inner self is being strengthened by the Holy Spirit. Yes, the sufferings that he is experiencing is constant and it makes his body waste away. But he also knew that day by day, the Holy Spirit is constantly strengthening him. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, Paul said, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with the power through his Spirit in your inner being. So Paul knew that his inner being is being strengthened by the Holy Spirit day by day. So our inner being is strengthened by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God. Yes, we will have troubles and sufferings in this life just like our current situation today. This crisis, this is I think one of the greatest troubles that we have experienced nowadays. Surely it will make our bodies weak physically but let us not be concerned about these things. Let us, let us be more concerned about what is happening to us spiritually. Let us be like Paul who did not worry about all the trials that he experienced even though it made him weak physically. Because, you know, Paul realized that in his weakness, the strength of God was perfectly manifested in his life. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 to 10, Paul said, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties, for when I am weak, then I am strong. So all the trials and troubles in life can make us waste away physically, including the crisis that we are experiencing right now. But for us to endure all these things, let us not focus on that. Let us be more concerned about our spiritual being. We can always trust that even though we face trials constantly here in this world. God is also constantly strengthening us through His Holy Spirit. So our inner self is also constantly being renewed day by day by the Holy Spirit of God. And let us be more concerned about that. And may all these troubles, all these trials, all this hardship draw us closer to our God. So that is the first thing that we need to focus on. We need to focus on our spiritual strength than the physical strength that we 
have. And secondly, Paul said, we need to focus on the future, not on the present. In verse 17 from our text, it says, For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. So in this verse, Paul mentioned two things. He talks about the affliction, which is a present thing, and it refers to all the present sufferings that we are experiencing here on earth. It refers to anything that can cause pain or harm to us. And he also talks about the glory, and it refers to our future, the future glory that we are hoping for. Let's, let's see how Paul have compared these two things. So the first thing is uh, present thing. And the second thing is the future thing. The present thing is the affliction that we are experiencing here on earth. All the troubles, all the trials that we are experiencing here. All the sufferings that we are experiencing here. Those are the present things that Paul is talking about. And the future is the glory the glory that will be revealed to us and let's see how paul described these two things paul described the present affliction as light so in terms of weight kung gaano ba abigat itong mga afflictions na to itong mga trials na to para kay paul it's just light ang gaan-gaan lang para kay paul but the future glory that is uh, being prepared for us Gaano ba kabigat yun? Sabi ni Paul, it is immeasurable. When we look from our text, it says it is an eternal weight of glory. If you say eternal weight, that means you cannot measure it because it is eternal. And another description that Paul mentioned here is the present affliction is just momentary. That means it's just temporary. It will end. It's it only it's only happening for a moment. It's just momentary. But the future glory that is to be revealed to us in the future is what of eternal value. It is for eternity. That means it will never end. The future glory will not end. So in our view, it seems like Paul's sufferings are really extreme. Are really so heavy. Parang ang bigat bigat na mga pinagdaanan. Ni Paul, base dun sa mga mga sinabi niya sa mga sa, sa mga sulat niya sa Bible, di ba? It seems that all the sufferings that Paul experienced are so extreme and heavy. Actually, they are really heavy. But for Paul, paano niya binyu yung kanyang afflictions? Ay napaka gaan lang nun. It's just light and momentary. So our view of Paul's affliction it seems like it is really heavy, talagang bigat, that if you put it on the balance scale, it will be like this. But how Paul viewed those afflictions is like this, that his afflictions will never outweigh the future glory that will be revealed to him. Because he knew that the future glory is beyond all comparison. So ganun yung view ni Paul sa kanyang mga experiences that's how Paul viewed all the sufferings that he had. Paul understands that all the sufferings that we have here on earth are just momentary. And even if you face many challenges all throughout your life, remember that even our life here on earth is just temporary. 
mag-e-end at mag-e-end yung buhay natin dito sa sandibutan. And, and it will soon vanish. James 4.14 said, Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. So Paul also understands that. So all the sufferings that is happening to us will soon come to an end. And you know what? When the time that Jesus Christ comes in the blink of an eye, all that we are, everything in us will suddenly be transformed into glory. And that is what matters. That is what matters for Paul. What matters is the future glory that is eternal and that is beyond all comparison. Romans 8.18, Paul said, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed to us. So all the sufferings that we experience here on earth, including all the sicknesses, the diseases, the disappointments, the loneliness that we experience, the poverty, or any kinds of pain, cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed to us. And in fact, all these sufferings are preparing for us an eternal weight of glory. As long as we have endured it for the sake of Christ, as long as these sufferings did not stop us or did not hinder us to continue to serve God, to continue to worship God, to continue to offer our lives to God, for sure, it will gain for us an eternal reward, the eternal weight of glory that will be revealed to us in the future. So no matter what is our experience, no matter how painful and difficult it is, just endure all the pain and it will come to an end. Continue to hope in the Lord that we will be with Him when He comes and all the pain that we have will just turn into eternal joy in His presence. Actually, we can relate all these things to the sacrifices that mothers have endured during their pregnancy. We all know, especially the mothers, how difficult and how painful it is to be pregnant. Ako, hindi ko pa na-experience, although I look like, like pregnant. So it's very uncomfortable for the mothers, especially when the baby inside their womb is getting bigger, is getting heavier. I still remember my wife a few months ago when she's still pregnant, said that it's really difficult to turn from one side to another side when she is lying in the bed because it's really heavy. The the baby inside her womb is really heavy. And you know what? For nine months, all the mothers are able to endure that kind of suffering, that kind of discomfort. They were able to endure it because for them, this pain, this suffering is will only last for nine months. After nine months, what will happen? They will already give birth. So they are looking forward on the day that they will be giving birth. And you know what? The moment that they give birth, when they hear the first cry of the baby, all the pains that they have experienced, all the, the sufferings, all the struggles that they have experienced will just suddenly turn into joy. Because finally, they have seen their baby in front of them. They are now with their baby physically. So lahat ng pasakit na naranasan ng mga ina, 
during their pregnancy just turned into joy when they have seen their baby, when they have heard the first cry of their baby during their birth. Diba? So same with us, my dear brothers and sisters. All the pains that we are experiencing here on earth will just come to, come to pass. And let us focus on the future glory that awaits us. Let us hope for that day when we will meet Jesus, our Lord, face to face on that day that there will be no more suffering, no more sickness, no more pain, no more loneliness, no more disappointments, no more crisis, no more COVID-19 like this. What we will experience from that day will be the joy of being with Jesus eternally, praising and worshiping Him forever with our glorified body and nothing can ever be compared to that. So, we should focus on the future rather than focusing on the present things that is happening around us. And the third thing that we need to focus on is to focus on what is eternal and not on what is temporal. In verse 18 from our text, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, it says, As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. So, this verse started with the words, as we look. So, it means it's like connected to the two previous verses that we have discussed. So, meaning we will be only uh, able to focus on our spiritual strength and we will only be able to focus on the future if we will look or as we look as we look on what as we look not to the things that are seen but to the things that are unseen so that's what we need to do that is the key we need to look on the things that are not seen the term look means to gaze or to fix our eyes Constantly to fix our eyes on what? To fix our eyes on the unseen things. If you notice the physical strength that we have, we can see that, right? That's why Paul said we should not focus on the physical strength, but we should focus on the spiritual strength. Even the present things, we can see that. The present situations, the afflictions, we can see that. That's why Paul said, do not focus on those things. Do not focus on the present, but focus on the future, the eternal glory which we cannot see right now. So that is that should be our focus, the things that are not seen. We should fix our eyes on the things that are not seen. Paul said, what is seen is transient. What is seen is transient. Transient means temporary or temporal anything that perishes anything in the world that has a beginning and an end including our physical strength including the sufferings that we are experiencing including our job including our careers our possessions our riches and anything that you see in this world it's all transient it's all temporal it's all temporary and everything all of those things will perish including our physical bodies so we should not focus on these things on these things that we see on the physical things that we see but we should focus on the things that are 
unseen on the things that we cannot see. What are those things? God, Christ, Holy Spirit, all the heavenly things. We should focus our eyes on the unseen things. Those are the things that will last for eternity. And as we look on those things, we will gain more spiritual strength. As we look on those things, we, it will gain for us an eternal weight of glory that will be revealed to us in the coming days. So those are the essential things that we need to focus on, the things that are unseen. So may this testimony of Paul uh, inspire us or encourage us during this time of difficulty. Paul did not look on the things of this earth even though he suffered a lot physically, even though his body wasted away, it doesn't matter to him. Even though he did not gain any riches or fame in this world, but he knew that he gained glory in eternity. What matters to him are the eternal things. He doesn't look on the things that are seen, which are temporal, but he focused on the eternal things, which is God himself. He lived his life for Christ and he understands that as long as he stay here on earth, while he was staying here on earth, he must live for Christ. And you know what? Dying for him is a great gain because that is the moment in his life when he died that he will receive his reward, which is Christ himself. So Paul understands that, that everything in this world will just fade away. All the things that we see will just be destroyed. So he focused on what he didn't see. He did not focus on what he see. He focused on the things that are eternal. So may we also do the same as what Paul did. Let us not focus on what we see. Let us not focus on the things that are seen, which are temporal. But let us focus on the things that are unseen those things that are of eternal value. There is one hymn written by Helen H. Lemmel in 1922 and the title of this hymn is Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. It was actually inspired by the words from a tract that was given to her by her friend. And the chorus part says, Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in His wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. So it's really wonderful Him for us, giving us an, a reminder to continue to fix our eyes on God. No matter what is happening here around us in this world, we should always uh, focus our eyes on God. In times of trouble like this, let us not look on the things that is happening around us but let us fix our eyes on Jesus and we will see that suddenly everything on earth everything that surrounds us will just go dim as we look into the light of God as we look into his wonderful face the glory and the grace of God will just overpower all the things here on earth yes in this earth there are many troubles we, have experience, we are experiencing many troubles, troubles in this earth. But as we have said, all these things will just fade away someday, including 
our bodies, all the sufferings, all the troubles, all the hardships in life, including this pandemic, including this COVID-19 that we are experiencing right now. So let us not focus on these things because this is our, these are all just temporary. These are all transient. But let us focus on what is eternal, which is God, the Holy Spirit, and even Christ, and even our souls. That should be our focus. So this pandemic, this crisis, truly is an opportunity for us to proclaim the gospel of Christ so that there, there will be more souls who will be saved. And those souls, including us, will be together in eternity. And that is what matters. Not the things of this world, not the temporal things of this world, but the things that of which have that that has an eternal value. Yes, this earth will fade away, but we have a God who is everlasting and we can hope that all of us, all the saved souls, all the saints will be together with Him someday throughout eternity and that is the future glory that we are hoping for that is the future glory that will be revealed to us the day that we will be with jesus face to face so that on that day all the physical will be gone and in glorified form we will stand before our god we will stand before the presence of god worshiping him and praising him in his very presence and it will last for eternity. So for us to endure all these things, for us to endure all the sufferings in life, all the trials in life, let us focus on these three things. Let us focus on our spiritual strength, not on physical strength. Let us focus on the future, not on the present. And let us focus on what is temporal. Uh, no, sorry. Focus on what is eternal, not on what is temporal. Let us be like Paul, who was hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, who was perplexed, but not, did not despair, who was persecuted, but not abandoned, who was struck down, but not destroyed. In all his sufferings, he endured because he knew his focus. So my dear brothers and sisters, let us not lose heart. Do not lose heart and stay focused. Stay focused on what is essential for us. The spiritual strength, the future glory, and eternity. Not the things of the earth, but the things that are eternal. Things that are of eternal value. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your encouraging words today, O oh God. Help us, Lord, to be more focused on you alone, O oh God, in the midst of this uh, pandemic, Lord. I know that many of us are worried. Many of us are anxious about what will happen tomorrow, Lord. We fear to lose our job. We do not know how are we going to feed our family on the next coming days or in the next few weeks or months, Lord. Many people are dying Many people are getting sick because of this virus, because of this crisis, because of this pandemic. But in spite of all these things, Lord, we fix our eyes on you, O oh God. May your Holy Spirit continuously 
constantly strengthen us during these times, O Lord. Help us to be focused on the future, not on the present. Help us to be focused on our spiritual strength rather than on our uh, physical strength, O God. Be glorified in us, O Lord, even in the midst of these trials, even in the midst of this crisis. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, Amen. Once again, thank you for joining us in our Sunday worship service. Such a timely reminder for all of us, especially this time with so much things happening around us. We have a tendency to lose sight of what is important and valuable. May God's word challenge us to refocus our sight, our vision, on the things that's with spiritual value, things that have uh, looking forward into the future at the same time with eternal value. I pray it have spoken to each one of us today. Let's just receive the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day that you have brought us once again as a church. Though we are in different places, we know your Spirit is working in each one of us in our hearts, in our homes, in our family, and even in this church, Lord. I pray, Lord, as we face this brand new week, may you speak to us continually through your word. May you empower us with your spirit, O God. I pray that you protect us. May we have that patience. May we endure, Lord, with these things happening around us, O God. May we just abide to the government rules and regulation. I pray, Lord, that you just give us that patience and peace empowerment through your spirit. We thank you, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.